This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments with my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as semi-usual by Alex and Scott. Say hello. Hey. Hello. We're back, baby. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all our two diehard fans that actually asked if we were dead. Yeah. It was more than two. <laughs> oh, right. It was like at least three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just like, as we kind of mentioned to some people who did ask, we just needed some time off, get away for a little bit, and then just our personal lives, jobs, all that stuff. Kind of wrecks with our hobby, so we to stay away for a couple of months. But we're back. We should be getting out episodes once a week now. Yeah, my kids are up for um, adoption, so I have a lot more time for Hot Shot first. <laughs> All right. You just drop them off over at the fire station. Boom. Done. There, there you go. Yeah. That's how that works, right? You put them in the cardboard box. <laughs> well, I got and a, a, and a blanket and a, yeah, yeah. and a leaf of lettuce. Yeah. They're good. They're good. And a stork with a pickle comes and takes them away. <laughs> Just leave a bowl of water out for him. That's how that works, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does. Um, so yeah, we're back. We're going to change things up a little bit. We're going to try to mix what we used to do way back in the day with kind of our crossover list. And then um, but also with what we've been doing more recently. So we'll give it a shot. Let us know how you feel. If you like it, you don't like it. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, anything else you guys want to add before we get going? I'm psyched. <laughs> it's good to be back. All right. Yes, it is. All right. Well, to, to finish off our trilogy that we kind of started before we left, we're going to talk about Return of the King. Yeah, what a cliffhanger, huh? So this is the third movie in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, and um, yeah. Um, one thing we're going to change this time, I'm not going to summarize the whole thing because I know that was stupid and uh, I got feedback from people. And uh, yeah, we're just going to start talking about our favorite moments to, and our least favorite moments and then crossover moments that we've um, but, but, kind of discussed ahead of time. But only because we want to. Like, we we, we don't care what you think out there. Uh, I care a little bit. <laughs> it's just a wee bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So just thought, thought before we go into our list, just thoughts on this movie. Uh, let me ask this right off the top: Is this your? Where would you place this in the three movies? Third. Third. Yeah. Okay. I like the second. Okay. I think I'm with Scott. I, they're all so good, but it would be a. I like number two the best, and then I think I do Fellowship, and then this one. I think I got burned by the the Shelob cliffhanger. Yeah, the fact that it wait that it wasn't in the second one. Yeah, I was really bummed about that. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, it feels like the first two movies do have the arbitrary breaking point, mm-hmm. or break point, I should say. <laughs> and this movie never ends. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, oh, I'm, I'll definitely be talking about that later. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, that'll be the only one. Uh, uh. <laughs> Never ending. Me as well. And then I guess the other thing, since this is a unique uh, situation that we all read the books beforehand and everything, is there anything missing? Like, did, did you miss the scourging of the sh- uh, Shire? I'm talking like Jeff Gold- Goldblum. <laughs> um, 
You are gonna wash you your hands. You are gonna wash your hands before you eat anything, aren't you? I mean, I I can absolutely see why they they cut out that whole part. <laughs> yeah, because there was already two movies in that third movie. Yeah, they would have had to make like, a fourth movie just to go over that that oh, whole thing. I'm glad this movie didn't start that. Oh, Return of the King Part One. Then it, it would kind of diminish uh, Saruman, Christopher Lee's character. Mm-hmm. Have to go through that whole thing at the end. Yeah, I agree. I didn't miss it at all. Well, uh, in the in the book, there's a lot of more minor characters, which is fine. That they cut out cut out a lot of that. Uh, but there there's a couple cool things that get left out. Like Aragorn basically goes through and rewards everybody that helped fight. And, uh, yeah, he just goes down the line shaking everybody's hand. Right, good job, good job, <laughs> good job. <laughs> Yeah, like is that the in the house of the healing scene or? Yeah, they they kind of glance over that. I in the theatrical release, do they even show him doing the healing stuff? I don't don't remember. I don't think so. And they definitely don't show Faramir with Aon. That's kind of what's that's what they started their whole thing. So. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, and they, all right. They so you... changed some things around too, where Mary is still too sick to go off and fight in that very last battle. And Pippin gets to kill like a troll chief. Chief. I don't remember that, but cool. Um, all right, so you guys want to do want to start with the bummer news, the bummer list first, or the happy list first? <laughs> well, let's start with the bummer list. Yeah, I agree. The worst five. Are we talking about the two drinkers or the, the worst five? No, I'm talking about their least favorite okay, okay, okay. first. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, who wants to start first? I'll start first. What the heck? So, this movie is one of my favorite movies, even though it's my least of this. It's still a great movie, so it was hard to find stuff that I really didn't like with it. But if I'm nitpicking, I could. Um, the Legolas taking down the elephant was <laughs> dumb. Um, every 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 episode, it got better or you know more unrealistic, and that one was. It's still cool, but not really. I don't know how. Just it annoys me. Yeah, but I have to say, like, but he did his own stunts. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit it was funny at the end, and then especially when Gimli goes, that still only counts as one. Yeah. Thank huh. God Peter Jackson didn't have any more ridiculous things for Legolas to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Video game jumping on the Hobbit movies. God, Jeebus age. Yeah, I think it was... Oh, no, that wasn't that scene. It is... Was it this one or uh, the second one where he CGI jumps on that warg? Or back on, the, back on the horse. Oh, my gosh. That was just horrible because it was in slow motion that they tried to CGI that in there. I disagree. Mm. I disagree completely with you, Alex. Oh, my gosh. I, I watched no points, and may God have mercy on your side. <laughs> well, that was all. Anyways. Since that's I the, thought that scene was really cool, the Warg one. Yeah. The CGI no, no. made out of it the best, no, the, but I think the Warg one, the Warg scene is awesome. It's Legolas jumping onto the horse, and it was, you know, the horse, the it whole looked, shot was in slow motion, and Legolas... probably a natural, but it still mm-hmm. looked really cool. Eh. I disagree. Two to one, you lose. <laughs> in the movie theater, I remember going... Pfft. That's a great story. I did. <laughs> We're All back, right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, speaking of CGI... When all the ghosts just go whoop, floor by floor, just clearing waves of bad guys. Is that on your list? That's on my list. 
That's my number five. Your number five? Okay. I was like, oh, come on, yeah. man. That 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 made my list as well. I, the ghost in general, some of the scenes I just didn't like the way they pulled it off. Yeah, the the ghosts the ghosts are also on my list. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it though. Jeebus H. Um, so you're talking about the, specifically the scene where you can just see him like just yeah, going up the turret tower, going just the spiral staircase, just taking out bad guys. It's like what? I feel a little bit cheated. Yeah. I do like the fact that Gimli says what the whole audience is thinking. Like, don't let him go, man. These guys are going to help us <laughs> yeah. win the war. That was awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. Scott, five. Five. <laughs> so Eomir goes charging into battle. And and then in the next shot, it shows him screaming again with his spear. Like, all of a sudden, he just has the spear. And it's close up on his face yelling. And it's like the most ridiculous thing in the movie, looking thing in the movie. Well, I don't think just, just charging at nothing. He just got the spear, just going ah, <laughs> and then it cuts away. Like it's not like he actually throws it at anybody. It just shows him riding along with the spear. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I liked. It. I know you're goofy. talking about. It's super. But I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> that's my number five. That's funny. I know the scene you're talking about. It is kind of out of place, but I think it looks. He just looks cool in it. So I'm, <laughs> I'm cool. Oh yeah, he, he looks. He looks. Comfortable in the saddle, and <laughs> he looks like he knows what he's doing, but it's just <laughs> he's just screaming, he's just trying to <laughs> be a presence on the battlefield without actually fighting. <laughs> All right, so my number four <laughs> is just the sheer ridiculousness of everyone dancing in Frodo's bed at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that, <laughs> it's yeah. like at first. At first, it's like, oh, how sweet. And then it just gets ridiculous when, like, Gimli shows up and he's all cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, and then... that's what I was just going to say. I always, <laughs> wait for, I always wait for him to show up and be cross-eyed. And it kills me every time. <laughs> and then just then Sam comes in, his chest hair is hanging out of his Hobbit shirt, and just, like, oh, yeah. They look like they're going to make out again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, I get it. it. It just went on a little too long. It was a little too weird. I, I mean, I appreciate the scene, but yeah, it, it was a little goofy, yeah. <laughs> All right, Alex. What are we doing again? Number four. Ooh, my number four worst thing. Uh, Peter Jackson getting killed. Huh? <laughs> really? I don't remember him getting killed. He's a pirate on the boat, Man. right? He's on the, oh, that, should have, that should have stayed cut. I mean, yeah. I, I like that they explained how all the ghosts... Who for some reason need boats to travel somewhere, even though they're flying. Yeah. I guess I thought it was funny. <laughs> it's a little out of place, though. I'll yeah, give you that. Like, oh, that's Peter Jackson. Hey, there's an arrow in his chest. You guys know his other two cameos from the other movies? Yes. So in Two Towers, he lifts up the the hatch to drop a rock down. Yep. And then in the first movie, he's a drunk guy walking up the street eating a carrot. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Reading, eating a carrot in uh, what's, what's the place called? Um, Brie, Brie, Brie. Yeah, cheese. <laughs> All right, Scott. Four. My number four. <laughs> this, uh, each each time I see this, it gets funnier. So Denethor gets lit on fire. 
<laughs> he runs off <laughs> and then cuts back to, to Gandalf, who's on a fucking horse, by the way. <laughs> so passes Denethor, son of Ecthelion or whatever. Oh, that took me and he runs me, yeah. for like a half mile. Like Denethor <laughs> runs forever to get off there, like before falling. And then, and by the way, the fall looked kind of bad. But the, uh, yeah, he like, he has to run for five minutes to get to that edge, that ledge to jump off of. Like Gandalf could have stopped him like 18 different times. But nope, he just <laughs> so passes Denethor, son of a Oh, well, that was his fate. <laughs> yeah, it was very like Monty Python moment. <laughs> just let him run. Yeah, God, like they show they show him walking out the edge. Like that was a long run. <laughs> it's a horrible yeah. run. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, my number three. Uh, we already mentioned it. it. Was just some of the ghost scenes just didn't look too great and. For all the great special effects in these three movies, those are the ones that look the the weakest to me. It looked like something out of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and some of the stuff. So, yeah. yep. That's my number three. Alex? I would have to say, is this the one when the king was eating grapes and he just kept spitting them out? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, cause... my gosh. That was gross. I, the tomatoes. Yeah, that's one of my worst moments, only because it disgusted me. It was like, ugh. Sing me a song, Hobbit. It's like, God damn, have some... Ma- I know it's the... Maybe it's supposed to be the Middle Ages, but you're a king. Jeebus. Get a napkin. Steward, Alex. Jeez. Oh. All right. <laughs> Gondo has no king. Con- he'll never be a king with that attitude yeah. of eating tomatoes. Seriously. He's no king. Yeah, at least hide them in your milk and throw them down the sink, right, Jeff? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Now this this is my number two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that grossed it, me out. It bugs me. No one eats tomatoes yeah. that way. It's like eat, it, it was like a little cherry tomato. Just put the whole thing in your mouth and eat it. No, he takes like bites and squishes all over the place. Ugh. Uh, he's a disgusting eater. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you died, Denethor. He'd only be. He's only a steward. Yes. Only a steward. All right, Scott. All right, my number three is that still only counts as one. <laughs> yeah, Legolas yeah. and the CGI Oliphant. Although, <laughs> to, to be fair, that scene actually kind of holds up. Like, it's not the worst CG in the movie or in the, in the trilogy by a long shot. Yeah, like, to me, the CGI wasn't what bothered me. It was yeah. just the ridiculousness yeah, yeah. of it. <laughs> Yeah, it does. I do. Well, I'll get to my my other list, but yeah, still only counts okay. as one. <laughs> All right, um, my number two, which was Denethor eating tomatoes, terrible <laughs> guy. You would think someone who risen to that level would have gone to some kind of courtesy class and learned how to bow properly and eat tomatoes, but nope. Alec, your number two. Uh, when that same dude jumps off the falls, that CGI. Just, I don't, it kills me. I can't, I can't get past it. <laughs> so ends the life of blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Shitty tomato eater. One, one more thing about that scene: there was like, I don't know whether it was like really weird lighting or they fucked up on his makeup. But Ian McKellen has these giant bags under his eyes in that scene. Well, he's... next time you watch it, like he doesn't have them anywhere else in the movie, but in that one scene, because he's sad. Just watch. watch yeah. It's called acting. Scott. Watch the scene. This one is awesome. Okay. All right. Scott, number two. 
Number two, we kind of already mentioned this a little bit. The the movie ends five times. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> and scene. And scene. scene. And then three and more times. And scene. And scene. And scene. Yeah. And the movie's so, sneezing. Not not the the best <laughs> filmmaking in that particular regard, but yeah, it it's it's really I don't want to say it's sloppy because I realize. Peter Jackson still wanted to cram in so much, and I kind of love him for doing it. But the the way that it petered out five different times, like the, they make it seem like they could have ended it right there, is it is it just weird. Yeah, I agree. And this made my number one on my list. And like, I, I can see you got to pay off three movies, but it just went on and on. I think it's literally like in the special edition, it's like over thirty minutes, right? From the moment the ring. Night. <laughs> Gollum and the Ringo in, it's like 30, 40 minutes it's like of Indians. They're just like, oh. Wait, where do, where do they go? What? <laughs> where, do the Go- where do Gollum and the Ring go? Happily no, ever dude. after? <laughs> no, they can go to the hot molten lava. What? Spoil- spoilers. <laughs> the craps of Mount Doom. <laughs> I do. I remember hearing. I don't know if it was on the DVDs or something, but Elijah Wood was telling the story, and so Jack <laughs> Jack Nicholson was talking to Elijah Wood, and he's like, "So what happened at the end? They just died, right?" <laughs> and Elijah Wood thought he was talking about the very end where he gets on the boat and sails away to Elvish Heaven or whatever. And he's like, "Well, yeah, basically we died." And he's like, "No, like." <laughs> You're laying on the mountain, and I left. I wasn't going to stick around for all that shit. <laughs> something like, I'm paraphrasing. Wait, Jack Nicholson did this? Yeah. That's awesome. He's still cool. Yep. So. So anyways, Elijah, so what happened? <laughs> um, I would say my other, my other, my li- uh, my other items on this list are nitpicking. This is the one that really does bug me, like. There should not be that many endings. Although one of the, one of them is my one of my most favorite movies in cinema history, so. But they were all happy endings, right? Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. You got your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Alex, your number one because that was my number one. So what's your number yeah, one? Yeah, that was my number one too. I just okay. It was just constant blue balls. And here's the ending. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> I can't imagine if you had to go to the bathroom and think yeah, it's over. Like, oh, no, damn it. Here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. Scott. 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 All right. Scott. Uh, mine was about the Army of the Dead. Uh, less of a problem with just the CG of the look, but just the fact that when they showed up and they murdered everything, like, it, it kind of made all the other death meaningless. It was a cheat code. Yeah. Like, if, if Aragorn had shown up an hour earlier, that'd be a ton of people still alive. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I realized he wasn't dawdling, but... Because he was like, hey, you ghosts can move pretty fast. Can't we just go through land and stuff and you carry us? No, we have to go by boat. Because yeah. that's some, what we like. There's some weird ghost rules where they have to, like, <laughs> kind of do it like they're alive still a little yeah. bit. Live by the ghost, die by the ghost. Yeah. So. so, I don't remember. I mean, I know this happens in the movie, but does it happen that drastically in the in the, in the I, book I don't remember Sorry. it being 
quite to that level in the books. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they like give them that edge they need to win the fight, basically. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I thought they would still be like kind of physically fighting a little bit, but they just had more numbers, so they would eat kind of more easily win. It wasn't just an out and out just plague wipe. Uh, but yeah, I mean I guess in these movies, Tolkien does have the cheat code of the eagles and the ghosts. Yes, anyway. <laughs> Goddamn eagles. Not the fucking eagles, man. <laughs> Anything but the fucking eagles. The dude. Um, Get out of my cab. So I want to mention one thing on the ghost. Did you guys see him in that crevice earlier on in the movie in the, in the theaters or no? Crevasse. You know what I'm talking about, right? When uh, Aragorn looks down that path and... The, the head guy, the king, he kind of appears. Just like in no. Dead Alive? Just like in Dead Alive. I don't remember it. <laughs> what 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 are you talking about, Jeff? So when they're when they're still gathering their forces with um Theoden and everything, and there's that crevice where where, where him okay. and Legos eventually okay. end up going. Yeah. Right. And he looks down there and he can the ghost kind of appears like very subtly. Yeah, that was a cool shot. Yeah, but did you notice it the first time? I don't remember. I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't. I probably yeah. didn't either. It was. Really- I remember. Yeah, it was one of those things where maybe you subliminally saw, but I remember like not. I think saw something, but I'm not sure. And so, and I think I heard in the commentary they they said they had they did change it for the DVDs because very few people actually saw it in the theater, and so they, I don't know. Yeah, they amped up the saturation on those. Yeah. But now that you know to look for it, it's really obvious, so I don't, you know. DVDs. Yeah. Or Blu-ray, which I got ripped on. It was the exact same thing as the DVD. Uh-huh. You shouldn't have done uh, that. All right. Okay, well, now we're done with our bummer list. Let's do our top moments. Uh, all right. So, um, want to go in the same order or you want to do a different order this time? What do you guys think? Host choice. Topic picker's choice. Well, then I'll just go with me first. Yeah, then. yeah. Um, my number five would be... Um... <laughs> well, this auto-corrected because it says the Odin speech, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure I meant the Odin speech. <laughs> I don't remember Odin being in this movie. It's in the special, yeah, the... It's in the special edition, Jeff. <laughs> Theoden gathering the troops and lining up and running down, doing his speech and running and slamming his sword against all the spears and everything. Saying how he's going to go through shit through a goose. Right? And he was going to drive that ship right through the iceberg. Yeah. yeah. Death. Cool. Death. <laughs> yeah. So. That, that was pretty badass. Just the whole that whole scene where... That whole battle where there's the ebbs and flows of that battle and that just being kind of, I guess, my favorite <laughs> moment of it. Just yeah, the... I, I like the, the whole byplay between uh, Mary and There was planes? What? By planes? <sighs> don't talk to it, Mary. Yo, don't encourage it. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> it's the byplay... Between Mary and Eowyn was good. Yeah. So anyway, I don't remember any of the words from it, but I remember I enjoyed it a lot, and that's my number five. Alex, number five. My number five is when uh, 
Theoden shows up at the crest right after Pippin like lights lights the flares against orders. Like, oh, we don't need help, blah blah blah. This and that. I'll just eat my tomatoes and die here. But they lit the, they lit the flares anyways, and then he's like, if Gondor asks, then you know, Rohan will answer. And then they crest up on the mountains right when everything seemed dire, and they charge down. It was almost. <laughs> it was almost was, like that was like over an hour. You just described like, <laughs> oh, that's a very big moment. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm, I'm confused. Are you like the lighting of the torches is your favorite moment, or yeah? Well, well let's go with five four on this one because lighting of the torches was pretty freaking sweet. And then when they finally show up to the battle, that was awesome too. Okay, okay. we'll go five four on that one. All right. <laughs> I didn't. Good. I didn't realize it was that that far apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go with that. All right, Scott, number five. I'm uh, celebrating our return with a couple of beers. Can you notice? Uh, they, uh, basically, what Jeff said for his five when they were here, appear on the battlefield. Uh, the the music, the the Rohan music, and they all line up and. Uh, it was the first, like, uh... What does Rohan music sound like? Got it. It was, like, basically the first moment of hope in, the, in, in that fight. Uh, we'll hear him show up, and the orcs freak out, and just... It was cool when you had the speech and they go charging off the cast of thousands. Yeah. Now you're saying King Rohan is 12 feet tall and shoots lightning bolts out of his arse. I am King <laughs> Rohan. Right? Yes. Wrong movie. Oh. But I think the Braveheart speech is better, but they're still, both still pretty good. They give um, uh, Theoden like, a lot of speeches in the, in the second and third movies. For the reason yeah. you became like the speech guy. Well, that's how he became king in the first place. Is this all you can conjure, Saruman? Says it really weird, the second movie. Yeah, because when uh, Aragorn does it, it's all squeaky. Yeah. It is not this day. Yeah. We will live again. <laughs> An age of wolves and shattered shields. <laughs> Come, Snyder. I look in your eyes. I see the fear that would take the very heart of me. <laughs> Dudley yeah, he's not winning any uh, speech awards. But um, okay, my number four is when Mary and Eowyn beat the Witch King, Lich King. I forgot the oh, name of the guy, but cool. the Witch King of I am no man, and she stabs him in the face right after Mary stabs him worse. Yeah, stabs him in the back, or is that Pippin? No, it's Mary. That's Mary that like, gets him in the cab or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, really cool. I like it. Kick some rent in the rings. <laughs> Maybe I should have added this to my worst thing. The only thing I don't like about the whole Awen thing is just like sh- her teeth are too perfect. <laughs> like, she stood out when she was wearing her mask and she would talk. She just kind of stood out. You can tell there's a pretty girl under She's there. She's got Invisaligns. <laughs> yeah. No way. That girl that Freddie Prince Jr. got saddled with, there's no way she's attractive. What? She's all that. Nineteen ninety nine. Look it up. Oh, I, I still know what you did last summer, Alex. 
<laughs> I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was just said, oh, what was going on? Strong. Um, anyway, yes. Mary and Eowyn taking out. What, it's the Witch King or the Lich King? Witch. Lich, Witch, Witch. King. With a double yeah. What the hell is the Lich King? Is that like World of Warcraft or something? Yes. We should, we should start Warcraft. our own. We should start our own uh, sandwich size called the Lich Witch. There you go. Mm-hmm. There it is. Um, and and that whole scene with that giant mace that the guy was swinging was awesome. Oh, so cool. Yeah, but um, but her stabbing him in the face. My number four. Her. Her. Alex. Number four. I already said the thing. Oh, that's right. So we'll go um, to my number three. No, 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 no. No. Okay. Well, come yeah, on. That's my, that's my number four. <laughs> uh, Scott, number four. <laughs> number, number four. <laughs> it's actually a crossover from the other list. The well. still, still only counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> I as recognizing it is terrible, but simultaneously loving it. Uh, the the whole cheese and the the big more more so than just him. Than the action is the payoff. You know, the whole running tally they had for how many orcs they could kill. And that was kind of like the ultimate payoff there. Still only counts as one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I know good. people, uh, I've talked to people that were thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> when they just took them down, like thinking, well, that only still counts as one. And then they actually <laughs> hit. Yeah, because yeah. there was a lot of survivors that were riding on top of that thing, right? No, they, they all died. <laughs> well, I guess they're, that's the one. They're just they're, they're sleepy. They 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 went to sleep. <laughs> um, movie pet peeves happens in that the scene. I hate it when because we can now they ride under like big animals' legs. They like the camera goes under uh, them. I yeah. hate it. Yeah, yeah. It it just it didn't. Uh, but that didn't happen in King Kong. It, it did oh, happen in King. Wait, Kong. what? Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's just a Peter Jackson thing. I don't know, but. <laughs> Bugs. No, that was that was a bit of a trend. Um, all right, my number three would be. Oh man, it's tough to pick. Um, but I will say when Aragorn and they're all lined up at the gate, and he says for Frodo, and they take off running, and the two hobbits are the first ones to take off running. Oh, so good, so good. It was good. Mm-hmm. So good. And you, you know, they come out, and you can hear the um, Jesus Christ. Um, who's the bad guy in Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Tony Danza. No, he's, Tony Soprano. He's the boss. Um, Sauron. Jesus Christ, Sauron. Sauron. Yeah, you hear him talking to him, and he let you think he's kind of getting yeah um, hypnotized or something, and he turns around and says. And with just this calm look on his face. And then the fact that the two hobbits are the first ones to bolt into certain death. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> and then immediately get overtaken by everybody that's taller than... Yeah, <laughs> but it's the heart, Scott. It's the heart. Um, yep, that's my number three. Nice. So good. I keep saying so good because it is so good. Alex, number three. Uh, Samwise versus Shelob. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was pretty badass. He had the, he had the, the thing. He had the... Uh, Glow stick. Of destiny. <laughs> it's, yeah, destiny. Is, uh, spiders are afraid of glow sticks. So he had an advantage. He didn't kill her. Did he kill her in the book? No. Just mortally wounded. 
Well, that means you'd kill her. Cer- I don't think he certainly warden, mortally wounded. But anyway. as your favorite scene when he comes out of the background, he goes, "Get away from him, you bitch!" Hey, you. <laughs> Back, you devils. <laughs> Glow stick and sting. <laughs> Desert rose, but yeah, that was a cool fight. I liked it, and he saved his buddy, and then he gave him back the ring. <laughs> he he saved his buddy. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That doesn't happen right at that moment, but yeah. No, but yeah. it was awesome. Do you remember um, Diana being freaked out in the movies when this happened? <laughs> oh, spiders! She yeah, she hates spiders. <laughs> she knew it was coming, and Freaking that Sheila. was some good. Some good CGI slash practical. <laughs> I'm assuming a lot of that was practical too, and he's like underneath it. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, good pick, good pick, mm-hmm. Scott. Number three. My number three uh, is a, so I, I forget whether it was Alex's five or four, but the <laughs> uh, <laughs> the lighting in the beacons was rad. Like. Mm-hmm. It, it's such a good job with that because in the books, just like okay, they light the beacons and then uh, it's over. Um, this there's you know sweeping across mountaintops and you know, these big wide sweeping shots and uh, the exciting music and you get to see Pippin not be useless for once. Yeah, <laughs> he's not dumping a skeleton down a well. Yeah, and then you know there's still that tension there when Aragorn runs up and says, you know, Gondor calls for aid. And then Theoden's there silent for a second, and then Rohan shall answer. It's awesome. Yeah. Now it's a good scene. Whenever I watch that, though, when Aragorn sees it and he goes running and just runs up the stairs, like, <laughs> I always think, like, man, I hope they did it in a couple takes, because that guy would have been dead tired of doing it. <laughs> he's skipping steps, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like taking him like three at a time too as he's running up. Like he's, Jesus, oh, he's in a hurry. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, the cameras cool. weren't running. Sorry. We've got to do it again. So, did you not find it? I mean, no, it's fantasy, so I guess I should just not even ask this question. A but wizard like, just did it. People sitting on the side of these mountains and just waiting <laughs> to, to light the, the torches. I assume they get rotated out every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, it's not a permanent gig. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's best not to think too much about yeah. it. Yeah. All right. It was very effective. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. My number two is the speech that Gandalf gives to Pippin when they're about to lose before the Rohan army shows up. And just talking about how this is not the end and all that stuff. So, so good. I'm going to keep saying that word because I like saying <laughs> it, but. Well, wait, how does Gandalf know what's big after death? <gasps> I don't know. Oh, wait. Um, he died. Yeah, it's like, I think Adam, one of us, someone we're talking about, it. it's like, this is, you want him to give you that speech when you're about to die. Have someone <laughs> tell you those words. Yeah, it just, it's such, through all three movies, such a warm performance, and that was kind of his final moment to, or at least in the in the movie anyways, to to, to give that same kind of character to Gandalf. Right, and what's cool is because that whole movie, he's pretty much just beating Pippin and telling how stupid he is. <laughs> yeah. and, You're in the stewards of the whatever. You're, you know, don't say anything, and yeah. <laughs> better if you don't speak at all. Yeah. Well, the first movie basically tells Pippin to go kill himself. <laughs> That's true. Fool of a joke. So it is. This, it just yeah. 
those are the moments that make this movie like i said this movie may have the most moments that i like but just overall i like the other movies better but um yeah that's my number two alex the flashback with uh smeagol and how he finds the ring and he has to he, he kills the other hobbit in the boat mm. i love that what was i love that scene what was the other guy's name do you remember Seagull? <laughs> No, Smeagol, but who is who did Smeagol kill? No, Des- Deagle. Yeah, Des- oh, Deagle. Desert Eagle. Was his name. Yeah. Desert Eagle, yes. Okay. <laughs> the fucking cheap as shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why he got killed. But yeah, that's the dude that finds it. He's like, give it here, let me have it. And they fight over it, and one of them gets dead. I, I did think it was a little weird that that, that was his actual voice. <laughs> I was... Assume that that was the voice that they defected for Gollum after you know. For Gollum, I well, got, years, but that's how he always sounded. Yeah, <laughs> he got a little, a little bit more sinister, but yeah, it was nice seeing Andy Serkis without makeup for once. Yeah, without CGI makeup, that was cool. I like how they made him look short by giving him giant overalls. <laughs> <laughs> well, never, never thought about that, but you're right. <laughs> practical effects. Force perspective, and I I like the just the transit the transformation over time from him turning from Smeagol oh, to Gollum, and now when he eats that fish, ugh. Well, he likes him raw and wriggling. That's what I hear. Yeah, the eye change is so good. Yeah, if you I can change, you can change. <laughs> you know, Peter Jackson definitely wanted to work in some horror elements wherever he could. Yeah, <laughs> felt like that whole first sequence was just for that. <laughs> <laughs> Although there's some, yeah, other, and the, there's some other gruesome things in Return, but yeah, that was the main one. Yeah, that music too, just the pretty creepy. Yeah. How are you? Good. All right, Scott, number two. My number two is, uh, and this might come up later in the in the podcast. Uh, it's in the third ending. Aragorn <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is crowned, and he walks through the crowd, and he meets up with. Uh, um, Arwen and everything's happy. It's a mega happy ending. And they walk to the hobbits are standing by themselves and the hobbits go to bow and, uh, Aragorn stops them and says, my friends, you bow to no one. And then everybody bows to them. And there's that close up shot and the hobbits are like, like they don't know what to do. And, uh, and then I, somebody yells, boo. Yeah. It's just <laughs> such a huge payoff after all three movies. Yeah. That was really, you know, you know who and what the hobbits are, uh, just to, to finally drive it home. It was just really, really cool. Yeah. It, it always, it always gets a little dusty too. when uh, when that scene comes on, I'm crying right now. Just you <laughs> describing it. Bow down to the bow down. <laughs> Yeah, that's my number one. So let's just talk about this a little bit more. Just that, and then the music comes in, the main Hobbit theme comes in, right when you bow to no one, and everybody, oh, it's so good. <laughs> they're just stupid hobbits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just, they just like to eat and drink. Yeah, you know? weed smoking, drinking hobbits. Yeah. yeah. So I know, like none of them had jobs other than Sam for the show. <laughs> Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's true. Frodo is just rich because of his stupid. He was an entitled millennial. What <laughs> it was? Uh, trust fund baby. Yeah, trust fund baby. 
And I think uh, Mary and Pippin were just common thieves, and they just got by <laughs> stealing shit. They did it for the thrill, though. They didn't need to do it. Yeah, poor Farmer Maggot. <laughs> I never thought about that. What the hell did they do? They did nothing. Their families were rich. Yeah. <laughs> they were rich. feet. But yes, that... that uh... That's my favorite one. That's why I can almost forgive the multiple innings because it gave us that scene. Yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. That was my number one. So, Alex, what's your number one? Uh, the Fro- Frodo scene. That just really got me more than anything. Because he was just all turned around. And then as soon as, even before Aragorn says anything, you can see his eyes welling up with tears and they're all red. Oh, that got me. And he yeah. just he doesn't even yell it. He just whispers it. So you know the guys in the back are like, "Hey, what what do you say?" <laughs> he starts. <laughs> then he just starts bolting. He, goes, Did, he just oh, calls shit. homos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For homos. Who the fuck is Frodo? <laughs> yeah. It's like holy shit. Okay, he's taking off. Nah, I'm staying put. Oh, those two little kids are going. Well, I'm gonna look. <laughs> I'm gonna look like a pussy if I don't start running right now. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that scene. It's like that one guy they they kind of show a few times. He never has any lines. One of them hear him. He's like a a beard and an axe, so that could be like eighty different guys. But <laughs> but you, I think you see him like like there. He's like one of the survivors of like all three battles or whatever. Like from from Helm's Deep to he's their witch. Yeah, basically. Except he doesn't. Huh. Except he doesn't bail out. Yeah. Sorry. Classic way. Does gambling survive? I don't remember. No. Oh no. Yeah, I always get confused. There's so there's two redheaded guys. The yeah. heftier one doesn't in the movies. Right. He dies with the war attack or whatever. Right. I think. Yeah. I think gambling. They don't show him dying at any rate. Okay, but maybe I'm getting the names mixed up too. But yeah, that right hand man, the guy that he's eating soup with. Uh, yeah, Aomir when they're making fun of Where's Pippin. Mama? Or Mary. That kid? No. God. Anyway. Good good number one, Alex. Good number one. Hey, yo. Scott, number one. Uh, my number one is what might be for me the... For me, it's the most awesome thing. <laughs> uh, the, the most badass moment in any movie ever. And that's when the eagles show up. Uh, the, the, the fights... Not the fucking eagles, man. Yeah. The... The fight's starting to go bad. Uh, you hear the the Gandalf music, and you see the moth fly by, and they look up, and the eagles come. And there's no there's no fanfare there, like there's no announcement. They just come and they start wrecking shit, start taking on the the Nazgul and whatever the flying weird dragon lizard things that they have, mm-hmm. and they start fighting them. Uh, so cool! Like, the eagles just come and fuck shit up. It's rad. I, it's really it just comes down to baser language but uh, yeah I love that scene so much it's so scene cool my vocabulary becomes limited yeah uh, it was it was it was good flying birds come to save us hey you gotta have a bigger vocabulary like me Scott when I just say it's so good <laughs> it's so good sweet eagle line ba, ba, ba. it's funny I don't dig the eagle scenes but uh. That one was awesome. I do like that one. Doesn't Mary or Pippin say the Eagles are coming? Yeah. The Eagles are coming. <laughs> the boss, the Eagles. Yeah. The boss. 
The eagles are coming. My eagles are coming. <laughs> All right. Those are good lists. Um, Can I go for a pee beer break? Yes, an ale break. Yeah, because I'm doing both. It comes in pints. It comes in pints. Yeah, I'm getting one. And we're back. All right. So now we decided upon, we picked a topic that we want to discuss because it's our crossover topic. And uh, since this is my movie, or my, yeah, my movie, I decided let's talk about movies that make us cry. Tearjerkers. Since I already mentioned that the scene where. Uh, I just made a list of jerkers. (laughs) Well, (laughs) there you go. That's going to be a quick list. The Lord of the Cornhub.com. Great special effects. So. And this is based on the fact, like, the four Frodo scene and the, uh, you, you buys bow to no one. So let's go into our list. Um, my number five, as I, uh, some of these are a little cheap because, all right, here's my number five. Any movie where a dog dies. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Like, <laughs> here, Yeller, come back. Yeah, yeah, old Yeller, Turner and Hooch. Um, but I'll put, if I had to pick one, also the story is Where the Red Fern Grows. Oh, God damn it. Um, so yeah, that's just, anytime a dog, I remember I, yeah. But, Don't kill dogs in movies, What about people. Canine with Jim Belushi? The dog lived in that one. One of those movies the dog lived, and that was the better yeah, one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> the, okay. so, so the only problem I have with that, Jeff, is if you go by that rule, then you get fucking terrible scenes like Independence Day. You don't like the super dog scene? It doesn't hold up particularly well. I'm just saying. Okay, well, maybe it's a dog that we don't know anything about. It can die. <laughs> as long as you don't care about the dog. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What about Cujo? Well, it really just like a like when Arnold shoots a bunch of randless people, you don't care. But when Bennett dies, it's cool. I don't know where I'm going with this, but... <laughs> But when <laughs> so if the dog was wearing chainmail, it'd be okay to kill him. Well, like okay, I'm just Wait. saying the dog would have to be three more times. Fuck, would have to be three times charming as that Arnold from <laughs> Yeah, um, like Cujo dying, that's fine. <laughs> that was a dick. <laughs> Hitler's dog, <laughs> one of the lassies. What about Nixon's dog, Chester? Chester Copperpot? Is no. that the name of Nixon's dog? Chester? No, I don't remember. Um, but what anyway. about John Candy? That was sad. <laughs> He's a mog. <laughs> I only half cried. <laughs> nice. So that's my number five. Any, any dog movie, but I pick Where the Red Fern Grows. Um, there you go. Alex, number five. Uh, tough choice. Uh, I'm gonna in in keeping with the uh, Return of the Rings theme. Boromir, Return of the Rings. Re- yeah. <laughs> Boromir. Boromir <laughs> dying. King of the Rings. <laughs> oh, that's a good video game. Yeah. Boromir taking that's a Sonic game. Uh, taking all those arrows to various organs, and then that speech that um, Aragorn. Sends uh, that's him. that's good. That was yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot about that. That's a really good yeah. one. I would have followed you, my brother, my captain, my king, my king, <laughs> my king. <laughs> yeah, I was. 
Yeah, I I was a little misty-eyed in the theaters. Yep. I don't think I was for that scene, but it's definitely a good one. Um, I love that scene. You got got me. Scott, number five. Number five is from The Untouchables. uh, Huge spoilers. Uh, What happens to Malone in the final act of the movie? Sam Malone? No. Oh. Uh, Sean Connery's character is... Uh. And I'm going to use this term several times, so get used to it, is gut-wrenching. <laughs> uh, what did they do to his guts? It's... You know, the, the whole movie has a, a great uh, musical score, um, and the music that plays in that scene, and Connery's performance, and Costner is on his game there, and it's... Uh, Connery's just all bloody, and he's just trying to get out that one last piece of information, and... Uh, ah, it's it's rough. Uh, it always stuck with me. I haven't seen all of that movie. I've seen parts of it. I should watch it. It's it's a classic. Yeah, I, I know. know. I know. I know some people don't like it. It's just kind of weird to me. But huh. uh, uh, it's one yeah, of my favorites. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I I wouldn't add that to my list. But yeah, it's definitely a good scene. Um, you mentioned the music. Now, that's something I wanted to bring up. Is it fair that you get you get teary because the music just does it to you? Is it? It's like a uh, a loud noise yeah. in a horror movie making you jump. Uh, that, you know, that's a really good point. I never <laughs> thought of it quite like that, but uh, I no, I don't. I don't think it's cheating. Like I think it's all part of the experience. You know, it's it's. So if the music's getting to you along with what's going on in the scene, then it's it's fair. Okay. All right. Well, then mine uh, number four kind of. Well, they all have good music in most of these things, but um, my number four was my most recent one. And this would be from Game of Thrones, Hold the Door. Oh, man. That's still too soon. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. Oh, uh, I think it's the saddest thing that's happened. I, I couldn't think of any other Game of Thrones ones, and that one definitely. Maybe because it's the most recent in memory. but um, um, I, I think there's an argument to be made about the most shocking moments. But as far as like the saddest, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's... Again, gut wrenching. I didn't watch. I, you know, I haven't seen the TV show past season one. So, like, all of a sudden on my Facebook feed, I kept seeing like these fake IKEA ads for a door stopper named Hodor. I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on in that show?" And then that's I, fucked up, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I heard what it was, and I was sad. I think the guy that plays Hodor is actually Swedish. Is he? A Christian Yern. You could tell by his so, people. So, some Scandinavian country. I don't know. It might not be Sweden. But... He's got part giant in him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just the music. And then when you just start, we realize what's happened in this whole life. Uh, yeah, I don't even talk about it. But it's, it's, it's <sighs> good. Yeah. And just him and then his younger version of himself. And, uh... All right, let's move on. Um, Alex, you're number four. Scott damn never-ending story. In the Bog of Sorrows. Artax. Artax. Swamp of Sorrows. Jeebus H. Yeah, you know... It's so I, sad, I can't even remember it right. <laughs> that, <laughs> see, the problem is that that almost made my list, but then I, I don't think it would affect me as much now as an adult. God, I think as a kid, it was fucking terrible, though. <laughs> it's a horse dying. That's, like, way taller than a dog. <laughs> hey, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and it was neighing, and you you know, the horse's eyes got all 
really huge. You could tell that horse almost died of a heart attack in that scene. The horse doesn't know what the hell's going on. He doesn't know he's going to be safe after he's dragged down in that mud. The, the kid that, that played uh, Treyu uh, almost died several times on the set. I guess the yeah, director, yeah. Okay, Peterson, is famous for making actors do their own stunts. I guess the kid almost drowned in that scene. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so. For art. It was almost the instant ending. Yeah, story. there actually was an ending. But it wasn't, so it's a happy ending. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that movie since a kid, and I remember it messing me up. That's like the only scene I do remember from the movie, that and him riding Gandalf the dog, whatever his name is, Falcor. Falcor, Gandalf the dog. That's awesome. That's a perfect and, uh, description. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a luck dragon, but he's got the face of a dog. Like Gandalf, if he was a dog. <laughs> so uh, I remember being, yeah, it hit me pretty hard as a kid. But yeah, I think with Scott, if I watch it now, I probably wouldn't have any. My my soulless body wouldn't have any feelings towards it. Yeah, I'm dead on the inside. We're going down. Yeah. Scott, you're getting kind of quiet. Hmm? Am I good now? A little better. This sounds good to me. All right, good then. All right, um, your number four, Scott. My number four is a movie that you just know as soon as you sit down that it's going to be just ridiculously depressing. The Rock. No. Uh, uh, so De Niro's in Untouchables, but he's also in a movie called Awakenings, uh, which also had Robin Williams, where he plays uh, this guy. I, I forget the disorder that he has, but he's basically got that locked-in syndrome where he's stuck in his body. Like, there's nothing wrong with his brain. He just, he can't function. And halfway through the movie, uh, he's in this uh, ward where Rob Williams is the doctor. And there's a bunch of other people like him. And they come up with this drug that temporarily, like, wakes him up. And he takes him out. And, like, he did, you know, he lives a normal life for, like, a few weeks. But then it wears off. And he goes back to being locked in. And it's... The most depressing goddamn thing I've ever seen. Oh, that sounds like flowers for Algernon. It's yeah, it's like uh, the same kind of thing. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Robert De Niro's Leonard Lowe in Awakenings. Yeah, I've never seen it, and it sounds like I don't want to. Ever yeah, see it. Stop, yeah, stop, stop naming. Stop naming these movies that are actually sad, Scott. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> Jesus H. All right. <laughs> no, but that's a good point. Like seeking these kind of people. I don't know. Like, I, I try to avoid movies like that. Like, I haven't even seen um, Schindler's List because I just know <laughs> it's going to be super depressing. Why do I put myself through that? But Yeah, seriously. But I guess to see a good film is why you do it. But I don't know. Sometimes, like, eh. Whenever I see, like, maybe I could watch it, I'm like, I just don't feel like crying right now. I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Schindler is un santo. Senor Burns is el diablo. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> My number three, I'm going to, kind of like my dog where I'm going to cheat, I'm going to say any Disney movie where a parent dies. <laughs> That's all of them. I know. Well, I'll single out the ones that I remember, at least Bambi and Lion King, and I'll throw Dumbo as honorable mention. Mom doesn't die, but has the baby stripped from him. Yeah. Her. I, I like how Disney's still carrying on that proud tradition of, uh, I don't know what the, the oh, term yeah, killing... is for both parents, but fratricide and fratricide. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Big Hero 6. <laughs> Frozen. Everybody's <laughs> died. Big Hero Six. Well, those parents deserved to die in Frozen. 
they were just bad parents. Yeah, I haven't seen the new movie, so I don't know. But the ones that I watched <laughs> as a kid. Trust me. They have <laughs> I'm assuming, yeah, if it's if it's made by Disney. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the specific ones that I do it's Bambi, which I haven't even seen since I was my mom took me to it as a kid in the movie theater. And then uh but I remember being really sad, and then Lion King, obviously, and Dumbo, like I mentioned. Um Yeah. And yeah. Disney, fuck you. <laughs> they always give you the happy endings, I guess, so it all works out in the end. You're not going to go to an orphanage and get have a terrible life when your parents die. Well, you're usually an animal, so... <laughs> yeah. It's true. You just run away. You, you don't get eaten by the next lion that comes by. And... Yeah. Oh. All right. Arr. Alex, number three. Uh, number three is a bit topical. Stranger Things. Spoilers, okay. spoilers, spoilers. Right, well, I've seen the first two episodes, so... Oh, son of a bitch. Cover your ears, Scott. Earmuffs. <sighs> We're going dark. I'll be back in a second. All right. Okay. All right, go. Oh, when Eleven finally takes out the fucking asshole from the Upside Down. She's already, <laughs> she's already drained her powers by squishing all those dudes' brains, like... An AOE attack. She's drained. She needs, like, more waffles to recharge. And then, like... <laughs> and the dudes... I, I, I'm so glad they didn't go with a stupid Stephen King thing where the the rocks in the uh, slingshots work. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad the... Oh, yeah. I never <laughs> I'm glad all that bullshit just bounced off him. And Eleven had to come in and just sacrifice herself. Oh. I was yeah. That was harsh. That's interesting. Uh, we'll but just uh, at a, we'll do a Stranger Things review once Scott actually watches it. Yeah, but, and um, it better be soon because we're fucking doing it. Yeah, but um, I don't. I didn't get any any tears from that scene. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh man. But it was a good scene. I just that wasn't very. Is it safe to come back? Yeah, yeah, you can come back. I was, All right. I was balling. Hi everybody. I don't. I didn't agree with him. So, but you might when you see it. And we've told the listeners it's your fault that we haven't done Stranger Things yet, so get on it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> all right, your number three. My number three, uh, <laughs> we talked about this at length, but the my friends you bow to no one. Yep. From Return of the King. So that always gets right. me choked up. Yeah. I left that for my list because we knew we were going to talk about it, but that would definitely be one of these would be kicked off for that one on my list, but I didn't want to mention it again. So good. Again, I say it. Um, all right, my number two, I don't know which one, my number one's corny, but so I'm going to keep it. My number two is Feel the Dreams, when he can play catch with his dad. My only caveat is his dad, you want to have a catch, which is <laughs> I knew stupid. It. I knew it. Play catch, you don't have a catch, you have unless, a catch. unless you're on the East Coast. Or they have a pop. <laughs> yeah, but have, yeah. I'm, you know. Want to go have a lemon ice? Yeah, let's go have a, one of them uh, lemon ices. Um, I'm lucky enough that my father's still alive, but I'm I'm sure at some point I would always look back and remember playing catch them and have that moment again would be something that yeah, so sad. Instead of so good, so sad. <laughs> um, that whole movie's got stuff, but yeah, that scene right there. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Alex, number two. My number two is uh, I don't know if you, it's a Pixar short actually. 
I don't know if you've seen it. It's not. I think it's their second to last one that they did. I'm sure I haven't. It's called Sanjay's Super Team. And uh, Sanjay is uh, actually one of the animators that's been around Pixar for a long, long time. And this is a mostly true story about uh, an incident with him and his dad. It's amazing. You guys should watch it. It's it, it it's a like a father and son thing, so that's the most that it gets me. And my kids love to watch it all the time, so I'm crying constantly. <laughs> cool. What movie is it before? Um, it wasn't. It's well, it's certainly not Moana, and it wasn't. What was the last Pixar movie that they did? You said you watch it all the time, so it's not something that's in the theaters currently. No, it is not. It came out earlier earlier this year. That's one of their shorts. Zootopia? Or no, that's or, that's the Disney one. Oh. Damn it. Why, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, I know. Dis- I mean, <laughs> Disney Pixar is kind of... Uh, yeah, I I Toy Story 4. Oh, oh, was it that uh, Inside Out or whatever? The Oh, I think that's it. I think it was part of Inside Out. Okay. All right. But yeah, Check it out. San- Sanjay's Super Team. It's amazing. All right, Scott, number two. Number two, we already talked about it, but hold the door. Uh, okay. Just to add on a little more to that, though, uh, it it's such an effective scene, at least for me, because really he's not that important of a character. Um, but the fact that it's still so uh, charged, like emotionally charged, uh, speaks a lot of you know what they did with the character and how they everything played out. Uh, they, you know, they went out of their way to make it super fucking depressing, and it worked. Yep, <laughs> it worked all right. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it, and I'm getting sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, um, hold the door. So my number one is funny because it's not a sad moment at all, but it's more just <laughs> me. That is funny. Just... <laughs> I tear up, and it's like tear the joy just because I just I'm. I always bring me back to being a kid, and it's the end, the throne room scene at the end of Star Wars. I don't know why, as I've gotten old, I never used to cry at it before, but now when I watch it, I tear up because I used to like this when I was five, and I still <laughs> like it now, and they're still getting the medals in Princess Land, Luke Skywalker. Do you chuckle when they show R2 and he's all dancing? Oh, I, that gets me when they, when Mark Hamill giggles, goes, ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the whole thing gets me. Da-da-da. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. I think it's just. Nostalgia, something. You know what? It's funny you should mention that, Jeff. I, I was, I almost threw on to my uh, my best of list for Return of the King the credits <laughs> because there's like that instant sense of nostalgia as you're going through the credits and they're showing all the pictures, and that always kind of gets me a little choked up too. And the 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 super sad song that um, Annie Lennox is singing, which she actually wrote for a Dying Kid, uh, but they which use is, in the movie. Don't you? Forget about me. That different, was... different, different, different movie, different song. Oh. Um, Into the West. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I see what you're saying though, Jeff, because it's like, it's kind of a microcosm of everything else that happened in the movie. So yeah, I would say everything that happened in the movie and just like me is like my, my life too. Like this has been with me my entire yeah. time. I don't know. Yeah, that instant, <laughs> like just... yeah, it pushes the nostalgia button. Like yeah. even though you were just watching the movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's not sad, but since it's not sad, that's why I put it at the top of my list. Because why do you want to be sad? They're, they're tears of joy. All right. 
Alex, number one. Uh, this is also Star Wars related. Surprise, surprise. But it was actually the first time I ever remember being really like actually sad. Not like, oh, I dropped my ice cream so- cone or I just wasted money on this stupid toy sad, but really sad. Can I guess? Yeah. I'm going to say it's either when the Ewok died or when Yoda died. Oh, Yoda dying. Yoda Screw dying. those Ewoks. <laughs> it's when Yoda died. Master Yoda, you can't die. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That still gets me every time. Storm when Tr- I was a kid, it got me. And then the prequels came out, and I, Yoda ran like a bitch. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I won't cry anymore. <laughs> yeah, now I'm more like the Joker. And I'm like, I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Stormtroopers killing Ewoks. Oh my god, this is the saddest slash cutest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> he shakes him. He doesn't even try to give him Ewok CPR. He just... Uh, okay, well, he's dead. Our society hasn't evolved past, you know, just shaking somebody to see if they're alive. <laughs> I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but... When I was a kid, maybe it was the way I dealt with it. I thought he lived because he shakes him and he goes, Ugh. but then the very next scene, two Ewoks are running away from uh, ATST. And I figured, oh, those are the same two Ewoks. <laughs> I think, yeah, your mind was just coping. Yeah, I think it was. He's, just, eh, he's not dead. They're just there. Yeah, they're alive. They're all alive. All the Ewoks are alive. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff is broken. <laughs> I am. So yeah, Yoda dying is kind of sad, I guess. God, Jesus, not really. Well, he—I mean, and he was eight hundred years old or nine hundred years old, but yeah, still, yeah, he had a good run. <laughs> yeah, really good run. Um, all, right. all right. Yeah, his last his last student had to be this dipshit. Anyways, <laughs> Scott, numero uno. Uh, my number one actually ties in with Jeff's number five. Uh. The Jurassic Bark episode of Futurama. Oh my gosh! The last five minutes. At an honorable mention, is the most like soul crushing thing I've ever seen on television. Good night. Even, yep. even more so than the the hold the door thing. Yep. Uh, if anybody's ever owned a dog, and uh, they, I won't go into too much detail, but for anybody that hasn't watched Futurama, you should be, or you should have. Uh, but the the song that plays, "I Will Wait for You." And just the little montage of the dog is just, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so goddamn depressing. They they did such a good job with it. Yeah. Futurama, that's one of their, that's the most feeling as, feeling episodes that they've ever had. Yeah. I mean, they, the show has a lot of heart, and there's a lot of touching moments throughout the series. Even uh, more than at least any, any of the Simpsons episodes. I yeah, I'd say, say definitely. Had, yeah. and, well, you know, didn't they didn't. Do five hundred episodes or thousand episodes? Uh, no, but um, yeah. yeah, it's yeah again the Jurassic Park episode. It's it it's not only one of the funnier episodes, but it's just uh, it's soul crushing. I'm walking on sunshine. That still kills me every time. Oh, R.I.P. Frank Welker. I don't think he's dead. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I'm pretty sure they killed him for the episode. Oh. <laughs> Commitment. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. I've never seen it, but you guys have mentioned it before. Sounds like I don't want to watch it, but man. You cool. should watch it. Yeah, it's good. Um, all right, that wraps up our list. Um, we're going really long here, but let's uh, 
do a new segment. Alex knows sports. Woo! I'm Alex. Or whatever it's going to be called. And I like sports. Vince Scully's last broadcast was today, guys. That is true. I know that about sports. Right, yeah, well, he, he loved uh, Farmer John hot dogs. Farmer John. Uh-huh. So what's what's the over-under on whether he's going to come back um, Tebow style or Landon Donovan style? Well, I was watching football today, and uh, one of the, the Rams tackles got hurt, so. Yep. That's the thing. So that... he's going to come back and play football, not even announce it? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he play football with all the leather helmets and stuff, old Vin Scully? He probably did. It's possible. <laughs> like in high school yeah, or something. Yeah. Never thought about it. Um, yeah, speaking of sad, L.A. area people, Vin Scully, retiring from baseball. Yeah, it's... Uh, we, we've been really spoiled in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure... Regionally, everybody thinks their sportscasters are the greatest, but... And they're wrong. They'd be wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'd be absolutely <laughs> wrong. But yeah, I mean, we were spoiled with Chick Hearn and Vince Scully and Bob Miller. Hey! Yep. Um, Would you eat the moon if it was made of barbecue spare-ups? Just answer the question. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but, you know, it's it's really cool that Vince Scully went on his own terms. and uh, you know. Legend, greatest of all time, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Yup. So Tebow style, Donovan style. I think he's actually going to retire because he's like eighty-seven years old. What? So, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I think you'll see him at some ball games, but I don't think he's going to be doing any working, any broadcasting. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, he'll probably prove you wrong in a couple of weeks. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, what, to be honest, if, if the Dodgers do well in the playoffs, it wouldn't be wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he announced some of these games somehow. I mean, I know they're all yeah. national games, but... Yeah, it's kind of sad. He's, he's basically said that he won't be doing that. I mean, I, yeah. that possibility's still there, but... Maybe well, he just brings out a tape, he records a podcast of him doing the game, <laughs> watching on TV or something. Yeah, he just know. runs through all the scenarios from home. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, well, you you guys know um, you you guys know football, right? Sure. Because I little bit. I sure do. It, but just to be just to double check, is there any rule in the rule book that says a national monument can't play football? Um, I believe not. <laughs> okay, that's good. Then what the Steelers did wasn't illegal to allow Big Ben to throw five touchdowns in a game. Is a big band a national monument? Well, not this nation. <laughs> I, I I can see where Alex is going with this. Uh, I I give you a a B plus for effort on this one, Alex. <laughs> B for Big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> What's Big Ben's real name, Alex? Um, Rapey Roethlisberger. <laughs> I was not aware of any rape charges against him. Has he had some? Well, I uh, mean, after yeah. after his uh, pit bull lost in a fight, he'd rape it, right? <laughs> All right. Well, this this segment's off to a great start. 
<laughs> is that not a thing that happens in sports? There was a quarterback <laughs> with dog fighting, and yes, I'm sure there's been rape charges too, but not combined. Oh, well, there's still hope for the NFL yet. Yeah, here's to that. Yeah, this is this, is, did... this has been Alex and Alex Sports. <laughs> All right, thank God that's over. <laughs> it's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, Scott, what do we got? All right, uh, just a couple, or at least one review. Uh, we'll see. Um, I got to see, finally, the X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> Better than Suicide Squad? I have not seen Suicide Squad. Right. Yes. <laughs> there it is. There it is, folks. Uh, so <laughs> X Men Apocalypse. It's better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's just I don't know. There, there was nothing that really did it for me in that movie. Uh, the main villain. The whole time I was thinking, oh, that looks like Oscar Isaac in ridiculous makeup. <laughs> uh, you know, Apocalypse is supposed to be one of like the major major villains in, the, in yeah, at least for the X Men, right? He's scary as shit. Yeah, and they they kind of just made him goofy looking. Uh. Uh, so. Uh, I mean, the kids were all right. The kids are all no, like, <laughs> uh, no, like the all the kids playing the younger versions of, of everybody. They they were okay. Um, it's it's hard to see. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Sansa. Uh, not being Sansa. <laughs> like you just can't separate her from that character. Uh, so that was a little weird. So, um, speaking of like tearjerker scenes, how about that scene with Magneto and his family? That was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty tough. Like, yeah, like Fastbender and McAvoy have been the best part of these three movies, the best parts. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we get the chance to do some some heavy lifting there, some heavy acting. And then, what did you think of the Quicksilver scene? That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was like over the top and it was silly, but it was a lot of fun, which I think. The movies a whole needed. Yeah, yeah. they did. They, they was they they did have that one funny line when they coming out of the mall, um, talking about Star Wars, and a veiled reference about the X Men movies, yeah. about how oh the second one's the best one, you know. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah they yeah they're coming out of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. The yeah, second one's yeah. better or something. Yeah. yeah. Jubilee in a ridiculous yellow outfit. <laughs> yeah, it works in cartoons and comics. Yeah, not not so much in real life, but I guess it was the '80s, so whatever. Uh, yeah, J Law. Like Olivia Munn was just kind of there. <laughs> uh, oh, that's like barely there too. Yeah, so it was weird. Like they talk about how the so okay, Apocalypse is supposed to gather the four horsemen, and they're supposed to be super powerful, but Angel's kind of a weenie. Uh, that was in the comic books too. Like Psylocke. On paper, it's cool. Yep. But uh, the movie was kind of eh. Uh, Magneto's badass, so he did all right there. And Storm's supposed to be super powerful. And, yeah, so that was okay. But yeah, it was... Again, the movie was all right. <laughs> see where they go from here. Yeah. Uh, you're, I mean, you're eh, okay. It was kind of my exact thoughts of the movie, too. It was some good moments and a lot of meh moments. Like, I didn't walk away from it, like, after having seen uh, the first Superman or Superman versus Batman, 
uh, or Batman vs Superman, uh, thinking, "Wow, that was a mess." Uh, the movie did have lots of problems, but yeah, I just really wish Fox would get their shit together. That's all I'm saying. I really wish DC would get their shit together, but let's yeah, just ho- let's just hope for Fox. Well, I mean, Fox is like, or is they're making serviceable movies. Yes, <laughs> I mean, in Deadpool. Yeah, I mean like, the but... the last X Men movie was good, and um. Been, What's his face? The Ryan Reynolds movie was Dead, good too. Deadpool. So, oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, that was so no, the, okay. the writers and directors of Deadpool fought hard to get that movie done because Fox execs did not want it. Sure, but eventually they relented. You got to give them some credit, yep. right? Of, a little bit. But they did also make um, Fantastic Four three or four times, and it sucked. Jesus, age. <laughs> so just just trying to keep the rights from reverting. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except for. The uh, the Silver Surfer one, Rise of Silver Surfer, they didn't have to make that one <laughs> to keep the rights. Jeez. They just thought it would be a good idea. And it looked cool. It's like, oh, right, Silver Surfer. And then it's like, oh, they're, they're, they're temporarily changing powers? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard rumors that it's, it, all signs are pointing to them not trying to keep it anymore and it eventually will fall back in the hands well, of Marvel. Well, Marvel's like basically stopped all uh, Fantastic Four stuff on their end. Yep. They're just letting them hang in the breeze basically. Yeah. To like yeah. give it up. So I wouldn't be surprised if it falls back in their hands or they do something like they're doing with Spider-Man and kind of letting them, hey, you make our movies. But I think they have more, Marvel has more leverage here. It's just like, no, we're not going to make any more movies. Just let it fall back to us yeah. and we'll handle it our way. Um, yeah. Then I, I saw in my other sort of review. I, I saw Civil War for a second time. I hadn't seen it um, since I came out in the theaters. Uh, so yeah, it's still really good. Still a lot of fun. Uh, again, though, it hit home for me like how uh, how great they've done with some of these smaller characters, uh, like Ant Man and uh, Black Panther, and like they're all set up. To to do more cool stuff. Um, but yeah, again, like Spider-Man steals the show. Um, and Ant-Man to a lesser extent. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to whatever Spider-Man, speaking of Sony and, or uh, Spider-Man, Sony, never mind. But they also need to get their shit together. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, if Marvel does have say over what goes into it, you know, I'm looking forward to it eventually. Whenever it comes out. Yep, and all signs are that, that they do, and it's going to yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's homecoming. Um, I'd I'd forgotten about the that whole scene where he fights Captain America. <laughs> He's just like, your shield doesn't obey any laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, vibranium. Yeah. Wizard did it. Yeah. So, so still looking forward to all the the new Marvel stuff down coming down the pipe. I think uh, Doctor Strange comes out in November, December. Who's that, November. Who's that starring, Scott? Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh, man. Yep, I think that's the last comic book movie of the year. Um, I, I want to throw a couple quick, just quick reviews out there. Uh, here um, we go. Well, I saw an animated movie, finally. I saw Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Go see it. Really good. Even I liked it. <laughs> Damn. 
I, I saw uh, a a gif the other day of them actually doing the animation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so fucking yeah. cool. Yep. <laughs> it's so cool <laughs> watching them like take place. Oh my god. Yeah, I I would definitely recommend this to anybody who asked. And then um, I saw Don't Breathe. Nice horror suspense movie with um, I Clanton. Clanton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go watch that harder. one. Don't don't learn anything about it. Just go watch it. It's pretty spooky, pretty scary, or it's more suspenseful than scary. Is it spooky um, scary? Spooky <laughs> scary. Spooky scary. And that's it. Stranger Things and um, is, is sorry yeah. is the uh, Don't Breathe. Is that like the sequel to Edgar Wright's Don't? <laughs> don't <laughs> stop. Don't. It could be. I never saw Don't. <laughs> don't breathe in a sequel waiting Only to exhale. Um, so yeah, I saw a couple of those. We saw Stranger Things, which you mentioned. We'll talk. We'll talk about that um, in an upcoming up, upcoming episode. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward. Like you said, Doctor Strange, Star Wars, and then uh, there's a movie coming out called The Arrival, which looks pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. That looks really cool. Um, I, hope, seven. I hope it's not like fucking contact, but it doesn't look like it so far. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope not too. Chivas age. Yeah, I haven't seen the Magnificent Seven yet. I'll probably go check that out this week. Um, I guarantee yeah. you that. And then, as we were talking about offline, there's new shows. So Luke Cage was just launched on Netflix. <laughs> Gonna check that out. Yeah. And then Westworld on HBO just started. Hey, Hawaii Five O is still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> is Boomer still on that show? Yeah. Is she really? Yeah. Cool. Oh, they show surfing and bikini sometime. <laughs> Buenas noches. Well, you know she's a Cylon, right? So that's <laughs> it don't <weird>. matter. <laughs> so I caught the first like episode and a half of the uh, fourth season of Agents of Shield. They've they've got Ghost Rider now. He's he's basically Punisher 2.0 from, Sweet. from Daredevil. <laughs> Which he should be. Or at least they're, they're making him like the bad boy who doesn't mind killing people. Like, yeah. Good. Because he don't. He don't. Fucking Nick Cage. Except they added in a bunch of ridiculous special effects. <laughs> well. Or he's CG. Got, his face I, is I, on I, fire. I, I get it. It's probably not safe to set somebody on fire so you go with the CG route. But <laughs> it looks pretty terrible. Is he more of a ghost protector, Scott? <laughs> He's more of a ghost protector. <laughs> it's an um, are right ghosts. Yeah. By the way, I asked a question on Groovy. You guys never answered. Who would win in a fight? Nick Cage, Luke Cage, or Johnny Cage? <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah, I think so, too. Nick Cage may not know karate, but he knows karate. <laughs> As Daniel, that's, I that, did... that's, a, that's a joke for Daniel, if you're listening. <laughs> he better be. He's one of our fans. Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard that Nick Cage got his stage name because he liked Johnny Cage. Uh, not Johnny Cage. Luke Cage. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but he based his, he, his stage name yeah, on Yeah, he's a big uh, comic book nerd. So <laughs> he, wanted, he wanted to play Luke Cage one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? I think this episode's long enough. <laughs> Just, uh, hey, just well, it's been, we've been gone forever. We're giving you double the episode. Yeah, there you there go. go. Giving you your money's worth. Mm-hmm. So next week, we're going to be talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas. La, 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 la,
We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.